Welcome to the Field Advice Podcast from Valent USA, where we share technical know-how and updates directly from the field, fueled by technology and hands-on experience. Farmers know that managing stress on their crops is key to reaching yield potential, and biologicals can make a difference, especially in seasons where Mother Nature doesn't deal a friendly hand. In this episode, Renee Harkins, Product Manager for Crop Enhancement, discusses how mycorrhizal fungi are the driver behind biological products for corn, cotton, and peanut production, with Becky Jo Smith, Valent USA Sustainable Solutions Strategic Account Manager. Hi, welcome back to the Field Advice Podcast from Valent USA. I'm your host, Becky Jo Smith. I am a Sustainable Solutions Strategic Account Manager, and I'm joined here today also with Renee Harkins. Let's get the discussion started by talking about how plants and biologicals work together. So why don't we um, think a little bit about what is a biological product versus a crop enhancement product? You know, as we think about what is a biological product versus a crop enhancement product, it's a, it's a really fine line. So crop enhancement products really can include biological products. So in the case of mycorrhizal fungi, you know, those are biological in nature, meaning their their source material in this case is a derivative of something out there already in nature that is biological. Think about things like microbes, you know, you have your bacteria and your fungi, those things are biological in nature. Um, that differs a little bit from our uh, PGR portfolio, so our plant growth regulators. Those um, are similar in that they're often mimicking what is out there in nature, but they're not the same in that they're something like a, a, a bacteria or a fungi. So we differentiate those here at Valent USA, but they are truly part of what is called kind of crop enhancement. And so utilization of these sorts of products really can just uh, make changes on the acre such that you're you're bringing up kind of lower yielding areas or you're um, kind of altering the plant as you think about PGRs in a way to really get your crop yields where you'd like them. When we're out here talking about biologicals, growers have a lot of questions and, you know, they kind of lump everything together. And so, you know, when I'm when I'm visiting with them and we're talking about bacterias, we talk about fungi, we talk about PGRs, we talk a lot about, you know, some of the bacteria-based products are really helpful early in the season, and your mycorrhizal fungi can do the heavy lifting later in the season. One of the products we want to talk about here today is Mycoapply Endoprime SC. It's a product that contains four unique species of mycorrhizal fungi, and it colonizes the corn roots or peanuts or cotton to help improve nutrient access, uptake, and efficiency and protect yield potential. I love the idea of using biologicals in combination with one another. And so as you think about what's going on in the soil, you have really what is kind of a living thing. And this is a pretty new concept. Um, You know, it's only been maybe in the last 20 years that we've really evolved some of our understanding here, where we went from like looking at the chemical and physical properties of the soil to really expanding those to look more at the biology there. And so, you know, there's just this inherent balance in in healthy soil of fungi and bacteria. And really uh, what's happened is, you know, over the years with agriculture, we've, we've often caused an imbalance. And so we're now looking at an approach where you can take the, the different biological aspects and, and really improve them and enhance them to get your soil to work for you. So what's cool here is that, you know, we have um, this product, our mycorrhizae project here that we've been talking about, the Endoprime SC, and that is a great way to kind of bring up the biology. This is a mycorrhizal product, so it's it's fungal in nature. Um, and obviously, there are kind of these other bacterial products out there on the market. 
And both um, really can do great things for your soil. But when you think about it, it's it's neither one alone. And it's them together that can actually bring the most value. And so it's really great that we've got an opportunity to pair with folks and other products out there to really drive and enhance what your soil can do for you. Good visual that I like to use with growers is uh, when they convert a fence row into production. And for many years, they can see that fence row show up in their corn crop or their soybean crop. And it's just, the crop there just looks healthier. It's greener. It typically becomes more productive. And I think because there's that, there's that nice balance because that ground hits that fallow. There's a nice balance between the bacteria and the fungi in that soil. And so when they go to convert it, into production, a lot of times they see that, but eventually that difference kind of wanes and all of a sudden that really healthy balanced soil is brought down probably to the level of the rest of the field. And, you know, we know that with um, tillage and ground sitting fallow, that those are detriments to your mycorrhizal fungi populations. And that those really impact it. There's no way to reintroduce that mycorrhizal fungi into the soil unless you inoculate it and put it out there. So that's one way that in using Endoprime SC, you have the opportunity to re-inoculate your soil with mycorrhizal fungi because there's nothing that's bringing that mycorrhizal fungi back into the crop unless you're doing it. There's Birds aren't bringing it in. It's not falling from the sky. So, you know, those are opportunities to really bring some balance back into your soil. Yeah, I love that, Becky Joe. I think that's a great point that the product actually has to deliver the mycorrhizae to the soil that they're not already there. And so, you know, kind of unlike maybe some of the other products out there, as you think about like feeding the biology in the soil, you still have to get the, the mycorrhizal fungi on the ground. Endoprime SC is a great way to do that. It's easy to put out there. A lot of growers are doing info, and this is a, an opportunity to pair it with your starter fertilizer and put it out there in an info or two by two application. Uh, Endoprime does go out at two ounces to the acre. And the big thing, big watch out we have for growers is to make sure that their screen sizes in their application equipment is at least 50 mesh or larger. Um, we're looking at root fragments and, and spores in that formulation, and we want to make sure it flows through your equipment without any issues. And I've been doing this now for four years working with Endoprime SC and haven't had any issues with application where a grower has had at least a 50 mesh screen. Having worked with biological products for a number of years now, I feel like I've seen a variety of different formulations. And this is one that is honestly, it's top notch. I mean, you think about things that happen to others that are using biologicals and they, you know, they're living biologicals. So whether it's a shelf life problem or, you know, just kind of what you've been talking about it, you know, do they, do they plug screens, do they plug emitters and that's not happening with our product. I mean, we have an awesome team of scientists and formulation chemists that are working on these sorts of products, and they have done a great job with this one. I mean, it flows really nicely. It mixes well with other infarrow starter fertilizers. So, I mean, Becky Jo, can you want to talk more about, you know, kind of what you've seen with some of the other starter fertilizers out there? I mean, I honestly, I feel like we've just We've had such luck with this formulation. It is so well um, formulated that it's it differentiates itself in that, you know, it is not on the same level as most other, quote, biological products out there. It truly kind of acts more like what conventional chemistries are. 
Yeah, without a doubt. It, it's amazing the expertise that Valent brought to this product um, to make it really easy to use. There's all different kinds of quality of uh, fertilizers out there. Uh, 103040 is another one that, you know, I've heard growers say, boy, some days I don't know what kind of quality I'm going to get with my 103040. And we have just not seen any issues in mixing with the mycorrhizal uh, fungi that's in Endoprime SC. And, and, and that's really a, a, a tribute to the work that Valent USA has done there. And I have yet to come across anything that has created any issues as far as um, mixing. But as always, we like to remind growers to do a compatibility test with any uh, combinations they're doing um, tank mixes in their application equipment just to make sure that they're not going to run into issues. Even though we haven't seen anything yet, um, there's always the first time. So we want to make sure um, the growers out there are, are are doing the right steps to make sure that they don't run into any issues in the field. But yeah, really thrilled to be working with this formulation. And I think it's a, a nice surprise because a lot of times some of the biologicals don't have that flexibility on their um, formulation. A good opportunity for us to kind of tout the benefits of that formulation. And there's actually some crops that don't form a mycorrhizal relationship. Renee, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, thanks, Becky Joe. So, you know, it's interesting. So mycorrhizal fungi form plant associations with about 85% of plants out there. But there are those plants that it doesn't work well with. Um, and so you think about things like uh, brassicas are a great example, uh, sugar beets, canola, and, you know, there's an opportunity there. So imagine you've got a planting of one of these, and now you're going to move into your next rotation that, you know, is not one of these uh, plants that has... Uh, non-mycorrhizal kind of properties, if you will, and our Endoprime SC will form that association with it, it's great to reintroduce this sort of product to bring back that balance. So as you have these plants like the brassicas, if, let's say you're out there planting, you know, sugar beets. When you pull those out, say you're going in with wheat next, you know, adding the mycorrhizal fungi back into the soil is an excellent way to kind of bring that fungal, fungal life right back to the soil um, and enhance what that acre can do. Because otherwise you, you don't have that balance. You don't have the, the fungi in there. Um, they can't be repopulated um, out of kind of the, the native biota. Instead, you've actually got to add them back. Yeah, and, and that is a, a great fit for growers out there, like you said, that are in rotation. This is a, a great opportunity for them to re-inoculate that soil. As I think about this coming season, and probably every season, you know, farmers are making a huge investment into their fertilizer. And mycorrhizal fungi is a, is a great opportunity to make sure you get as many of those nutrients back into the plant. So you're spending the money. You hate to see those nutrients move outside of that, that root zone of the corn where it can only be taken in through the root tip. With the mycorrhizal fungi, they form that hyphal network and it can bring in those nutrients and bring them back to the plant all season, all season long. And Becky Joe, that's that's spot on with the all season long. So mycorrhizal fungi work all season long. And other biological products kind of work often in kind of a you know zero to 30 day window, which is great when you're looking kind of for that immediate response. But you often have to reapply them if you can even get out there. And many times, as we know, growers can't get in the field later in the season. Um, and so you do think about what benefits you have using different biological products. Mycorrhizal fungi and endoprime SC is a great way to get that season long benefit. 
And that's different than I think you're going to see with many other products out there. Yeah, there's no doubt. And and it's so, such a fun product to actually talk to growers about and help them understand. And, and they get it. You know, they've seen those fence rows that were converted. They can see that that was a healthier soil. And so as we talk to them about trying to return, bring that balance back to their soil and, and get them back to, you know, a nice balance to grow a really successful crop. You know, as we think too about what growers that this type of product would be great for. You know, it's really any grower obviously is a good fit. And I get a lot of growers that ask me, you know, where should I put this? And a lot of times they're like, I suppose you want me to put this on my best ground. And actually, no, I want you to start with your most challenging acres and your toughest acres, because that's where the mycorrhizae is really going to do the heavy lifting when there's stress situations that's going to help that plant cope with that stress and be able to get the most potential out of that yield as possible. So we like to see it go on every acre. That may not be feasible, but let's at least start with your most challenging acres or acres that were coming out of a fallow period. Um, those are those are great places to start, and that would be a perfect fit for a product like this. Don't you think, Renee? Yeah, I think that's spot on, Becky Jo. Really, you know, when we encounter challenging situations or challenging acres, spots in those acres, and everybody knows there's such variability across the field, it's really about bringing the whole field up. And what can we do to get everything to maximize? And this is a great way to go do that. Let's talk a little bit more about the sustainability attributes that uh, mycorrhizal fungi have into the soil. Mycorrhizal fungi are a great way to enhance your sustainability on the acre. So they do kind of a bunch of of different jobs uh, for us in the soil. Um, And Becky Jo, I'll I'll let you talk on some of these, but I'm going to hit on the nutrient use efficiency one first. And I think, you know, this season in particular where fertilizer prices are just so high and everybody's challenged with really making the most of everything that they put out there, you know, a way to do that is actually to use something like a mycorrhizal fungi that improves your nutrient use efficiency on the acre. And so what's going on here is a few different things. And it's a bit different than other products. I'd, I'd actually argue it's kind of visual. So when you think about mycorrhizal fungi, they, they're actually like, they're fungi, right? They, they, um, they're spores and root fragments that actually um, activate with root exudates. So the, the plant releases like these carbon compounds um, that activates the mycorrhizal fungi to like attach what we call their hyphae. And so they basically create what would be like an extension of the roots. And so they move kind of beyond the, what, what are kind of the roots you see out there and they develop these hyphal networks. And I love this next piece, but like, so I tell folks that think about putting a ruler up next to your roots. You've got 10 inches is what we say, mycorrhizal fungi. They can extend your roots out 10 inches. And so as you think about that and you think about where your plant roots are today and where you can take them with a product like this, um, I think that's just so visual. And then you think about like what that looks like in the field and getting into that kind of between row area. Um, And all of a sudden being able to access all of the nutrients that might be there. So, you know, as we think about our fertilizer applications and where those are located, and then also about things like, you know, tied up phosphorus, I mean, mycorrhizal fungi are really cool in that they actually are able to 
um, get access to those nutrients that are bound in the soil. So phosphorus being a key one. And so what they do is they produce these enzymes um, and they actually help release those nutrients and make them plant available. And they can pull them into the hyphae and they can actually both store them there and deliver them to the plant. And these hyphae do that along that the whole hyphae. So not just at the tips, like you, as you think about your roots and, and the point of access for nutrients, but the hyphae themselves increase our absorption area 50x. And so again, as you're trying to do everything you can this next year, you know, as we think about the the pricing and the market and everybody's trying to increase their efficiency, um, and, you know, and as we think about sustainability as well and what we can do, but um, mycorrhizae are a great way to kind of extend your nutrient use efficiency. Um, and so, you know, I just, I love that it, what it is is so visual to most folks and you can really think about what it's doing out there. It's a lot less of a black box as I think some of the other products are. Um, this one's really well understood, has been researched for years. Um, and it's just, it does these kind of awesome things as you relate to what's unavailable in the soil um, and bringing that to the plant. Yeah, those are great points, Renee. And I, I like your reference to the amount of information that's out there about mycorrhizal fungi. When I came into this, working with this product, I had no idea. I was totally um, amazed at how much information is out there about mycorrhizal fungi and the value it brings. And um, your uh, your comments around nutrient use efficiency also extend to water. You know, so we've seen certainly in cotton and peanuts, you know, when it gets really dry down there and hot late in the day, a lot of times you can see the side of the field. If a farmer has split his field, we've had, we've actually got a couple of great pictures where they've split the field and that heat and humidity comes in later in the day and all of a sudden you can see that side of the field starting to wilt and just not look as healthy as the endoprime treated side of the field so we know that we're able to also go out and get that water and bring that back to the plant and also have the ability to store that water so i know a lot of growers are concerned with drought potential for this coming season this is another way to to have something else out there helping you helping that plant get the water it needs in addition to the to the nutrients. Um, another area we'd lo love to talk about and um, kind of a, a fun visual on this one is we talk about the mycorrhizal fungi and the fact that it secretes an enzyme called glomalin. So it's um, so when I talk to growers about this, they look at me like I've got three heads when I start talking about hyphae and glomalin. And I say, okay, let's think about glomalin like a super glue, like a soil super glue. So it's, it's the material that's kind of holding those soil particles together. So when I think about it, I like to talk about a Rice Krispie treat. So if you think about the Rice Krispies as your soil particles and your marshmallow is the glue or the glomalin holding it together. So as we look at, you know, how to get that more marshmallow into the soil, you know, that's where the mycorrhizal fungi come in. They do that. They provide the water holding capacity, the nutrient, uh, keeping those nutrients in the soil and just giving that uh, soil a healthier profile longer term but it, it takes some time to build that up especially if you've been doing a lot of tillage and uh, letting your ground sit fallow it takes a while to help grow that mycorrhizae back up one thing that comes to mind to me when you know we talk about what it can do and, and thanks for the, the explanation on the glomal in there because i think that sets its 
sets us apart from other products because as we think about what biologicals can do, most of them act um, in a singular manner. So most of them will work, you know, you think about um, the chemical properties. We think about the nutrient use efficiency as being like a primary piece of what most biologicals can do as it relates to the soil. But what's really cool about mycorrhizal fungi is it's actually a two-pronged approach. We've talked about the nutrient use efficiency, the water use efficiency. Those are core pieces of the technology. But Becky Joe, you, you kind of touched on it there, but the glomalone, that's different. That actually changes the physical properties of the soil. So as you think about the soil in kind of those three areas where you've got the, the chemical, you've got the physical, and then you've got the biological. Well, A, this is a biological, um, and it's improving the fun, the fungal ratio there. So you're, you've got more of that biological balance, but it's actually acting on the chemical properties such that you're increasing your nutrient use efficiency, but it's also acting on the physical properties. That's unique. It, most folks require a couple different products to get at that kind of level of change um, in the soil. Instead, this is actually all built into one product. And I truly think that's mycorrhizal fungi are just so unique in that way and that they're able to act on um, those different qualities in the soil. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and I also think about, you know, as we talk about some of the other components, we touched a little bit on the storage capabilities, but I think that's a, a, another key piece that the mycorrhizae has that a lot of other products that you might be using don't have that capability. It has the ability to store those nutrients. And really, it's the plant that's controlling that relationship. So the mycorrhizae is working at the pleasure of the plant. So the plant is turning on that relationship when it needs it. And that mycorrhizae needs that plant to survive. And therefore, if the plant needs something, it's going to go out and ask the, the mycorrhizae, say, hey, you know, I could use some nutrients, I could use some water. And the mycorrhizae is there to deliver those the nutrients and the moisture and the water back to the plant. So it's a really a, a unique symbiotic relationship that's going on. And if you think about it, that the plant is in control, that really helps uh, sometimes the growers to understand maybe what's going on. And it's not just something out there that's, you know, kind of obs obscure out there. It's, it's really something working in combination with what the plant needs. Renee, maybe you want to touch on some watershed benefits that we see too with um, Endoprime? Yeah. Right now, there's a lot of challenges for growers out there and regulations are changing. And since I've joined uh, Valent, I have been so impressed with the, their commitment into sustainability and really, you know, looking to help farmers meet their sustainability goals long term. They established Valent Sustainable Solutions and are really focused on supporting adoption and integration of sustainable production practices for crop protection for productivity and yield enhancement with our products and technologies. The commitment they have made with research and development, we're in a day and age where a lot of companies are really backing away from some of those things. And Valent has gone all in and have made a, a tremendous commitment on the R&D side uh, with support in the field. And so I'm just really excited that we're doing this and this is a, a great story. And we've really got a solid and exceptional product line to support growers wherever they're at in their sustainable journey. Thank you for joining Valent USA for the Field Advice Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more field advice, find new episodes wherever you get your podcasts and anytime at valent.com.